0: Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the Online Warriors podcast. We have reached the midpoint of August, just about, a little bit past it actually, and fall is upon, it. well no, fall's not upon, it. it's just still hot outside, but I'm still here, Legal 86, one of your trustworthy hosts, joined by equally trustworthy hosts, Nerd Bomber and Tactic, say what's up.
1: Hello, hello everybody.
0: Hey, what's up? Yeah, I said say what's up. Nerd Bomber, you don't fall. Nailed the, the test, rate. darn it. Well, Tactic, you nailed it. Green, green. I, I say green star, but I meant gold star. We'll give you a green star. You got. You want a gold star? You got to do better than that. <laughs> we have a great episode lined up for you today. We're gonna be talking about this this news that is shaking the world of gamers. Honestly, I feel like it's mostly teenage gamers. I don't know. You guys don't play Fortnite. I don't play Fortnite. Nope. People out there play Fortnite though, and they're not all teenagers. We're gonna be talking about the big Fortnite news that you probably already know what we're talking about just by bringing up Fortnite, but it involves Apple. So, hopefully, we're not the bearers of that news, but we'll see. Uh, we're going to be talking about uh, Firewatch, which is a game that actually came out in 2016, but there's some exciting news on the Hollywood front there, uh, which is good news for those of us that have played the game, which I think all three of us have. So, we'll talk about that. And that good news is sandwiched with bad news, because the other bad news is coming from Arcane Studios about Deathloop. We'll get to that as well. Uh, and we might even sprinkle in a little bit of Space Jam, you know, just for old time's sake. But first, Let's start with the big bomb drop of the week. I actually don't know, in particular, when this news broke about Fortnite being removed. Well, it's now been removed from the App Store, is my understanding. The Apple App Store, I should clarify. So basically, here's what Fortnite did. I'll I'll try and give you the broad strokes. Nerd Bomb protected. Chime in if I get it wrong. So what Fortnite did... Was they introduced what Epic announced, what they called the Fortnite Mega Drop, quote unquote, which gives a permanent discount on V Bucks and other cash purchases in the game of up to 20%. Now, I don't know what V Bucks are, I've never played Fortnite. I assume it's virtual money you can use to spend, you can spend to customize your characters, things like that. And the developer, again, Epic, very quickly pointed out not a sale. These are just new prices. And in fact, it's actually funny. When you look, they, they, in this article I had from The Verge, they so, show a screenshot of an iPhone. Basically, when you buy V-Bucks, it now says, how do you want to pay? And it shows Apple App Store for a, a higher price and, and, and what they call epic direct payment for 20% less. So we should dive into the nuts and bolts of this. Basically, anytime you have an app in the Apple App Store and you want to charge users for something, Apple and Google both collect 30% on all payments. So right before we went on air, NerdBomber was kind of likening it to credit card. You know, when you go to like a gas station and they don't take credit cards when you like don't spend over $5. Well, it's because credit cards take a percentage of that. You, you, I think Nerd Bomber, you said it's like two, two and a half to 3%, something like that. Yeah, depending
1: on different credit card providers. I know PayPal, I believe it's like a 3% surcharge. I know even like Patreon, I think when they process payments and stuff like that, it's Somewhere around 3%. But I think 3% is like the high end. It's usually around two, two two and a half, something like that.
0: Well, I, th- I actually, I think that's why, you know how like American Express still exists, but like so many places don't take American Express. I think it's because American Express in particular shaves a lot off the like 5% or something like some huge number. So a lot of businesses were just like, no, we're not going to take American Express. Anyways, Apple launched 30%. <laughs> and Epic said, no. Epic said, we're going to go around that and we're going to take 20% off of our prices for V-Bucks. And that way... They still make a cool, cool 10%, but also the end user is paying less. So Apple, as you can imagine, was not thrilled by this. Not only have they, as I said before, removed Fortnite from the App Store, they are now, apparently, they've sent a letter to Epic, which is, I guess that's how you express extreme displeasure in a legal sense with companies and individuals. Send them a handwritten letter via the snail mail, basically saying you have until August 28th to fix this or we're going to terminate all of your developer accounts we're going to remove all of epics apps from the app store which actually nerd bomber again informed me includes unreal engine stuff
1: yeah that's so, a lot of third-party developers
0: yeah this is like a huge deal so so we, ne- we need to break this down first of all i hate to just cut and dry it like this it's probably not as you can't really paint as with this broad of a brush but if you're taking a side what's that whose side are you on here I think it's obvious, but I want to hear you guys say it. I'm on I'm on Epic side. I'm on Epic side. I think thirty percent well, is absurd.
2: Because Apple seems more like a like a bully in this situation. I mean, that to me feels like a big empty threat and I don't really care for it because them taking down all of these other apps that were completely unrelated is only gonna hurt them because that's less overall transactions that they're shaving that 30% off
0: of.
1: And I want to make clear, too, Google is also doing this. I think the the major benefit of an Android phone in this case is that even if Google Play Store doesn't have it on... It's storefront because they basically did the same thing where they yanked it. You can still, I think, get it from the, what is it, the Samsung Galaxy Store or the Android Store? I don't even know how Androids work. I'm an Apple you, girl. Me I, either. I'm talking out of my butt here.
0: We're all iPhone people. The care, Play Store is what it's called.
1: Sorry. I would say that I am also on the side of Epic. And originally, I was just like, okay, Epic's just trying to cash grab because they're pocketing that 10%. But a lot of the rhetoric that I've been seeing from Epic, so they, they basically put a countersuit on the table. They are suing Apple and Google both for basically monopoly practices, saying that the 30% is just crazy. And they're not trying to have like a special condition just for Epic or Fortnite. They want Apple and Google to pretty much change their, their chart processing fees across the board, which isn't just helping them. But if you think about all of the, the small-time developers, and there's so many different app games on both the Google Play Store and the Apple Store that honestly would stand to benefit from having a smaller chunk of the pie taken away from them when someone buys an app or in-game purchases. So... Epic, up until this point, I don't think I would have necessarily thought of them as someone, you know, sticking their necks out for the little guy. But this is a really interesting case of a large corporation basically making a big stink and taken one for the team, trying to get things changed across the board and kind of level the playing field. And and their big message right. was that it would help consumers too, because theoretically, if you don't have these 30% surcharges on every single purchase, then things should be cheaper for the consumer. I don't know if it'll work out that way, but it should be in theory.
0: And we, we, we shouldn't, you know, I, I think a lot of it too, especially considering they, they took off 20% instead of the full 30%, you know, Epic is still at least a little bit self-interested. They want to make money. They want they want to lower the price so more people will buy these V-Bucks and then they get that extra dollar. And, and you know, they're certainly self-motivated too, but it, it is interesting. And, and Apple's bargaining position in this scenario is, is very interesting to me because when you think about it, like tactic you said at one point, Apple doesn't want, you know, if Apple gets rid of all the Epic games, it's bad for them. People are still going to buy iPhones. Even, even, even if you take Fortnite, if you take Unreal Engine, take all that stuff off of off of the app store i guarantee you people I, i'm not sure how much it affects the bottom line i guess and, and the interesting thing about this transaction fee is that i mean 30 percent like what is that fee what are you paying for what, what like why how can they justify charging that much is the is, it's a store to me the critical question it's a storefront but like it's a digital store like what what's what is that actually paying for is it paying for your rights to put your game there? Because if so, I think they have a case here. I think Epic has a case here. I think that's, you know, there's there's basically two major app stores. There's Google Play Store and there's Apple Store, the Apple App Store. And if they're both saying, yeah, 30%, it's like there's nowhere else to put this game where people will buy it. So you're basically just saying, yeah, fork it over. We have you right where we want you. And that is not great. It, <laughs> I, I mean... It's
1: a really interesting yeah. case study and... I feel like I need to do more research and I'm just thinking of it now. So I didn't come into the show with any research, but like I'm really curious what Apple charged. So when people put music on iTunes, I wonder what the processing fee for having your music on iTunes was. Like, what did they take? What percentage out of every purchase of a song? And, and like another one is Steam. Like, what does Steam, what is their processing fee? Like, what do they charge developers to have your game listed on Steam? Because I feel like it wouldn't be 30%. Right. If it is, I feel like we would hear more about it. it.
2: I honestly think that Apple and Google have become the Walmart of the digital world. They're a highly used storefront. I'd say Amazon. (laughs) That gets a lot of foot traffic. So they get to demand what the rate is going to be that maximizes their profit.
1: And I mean, some and, of and the like, profit uh, that they're getting is crazy. I, I think right. I read the statistic that I, they were getting like $14 million a month off of V-Bucks purchases, which is, I can't even like fathom that. They're literally doing nothing. They're just listing something on their storefront, raking in that much money every month. I, so crazy. I
0: mean, Apple, like, like, I'm sure the App Store has operational cost. I'm aware of that. And even Apple as a business has operational cost. but like 30%, $14 million from one app in a month no way. Like there, there, there's no way I'm going to sit here and say, yeah, that, that adds up. That makes sense. And, and I, in the interest of examples too, mentioning other examples, incidentally, Tim Sweeney, who you, a lot of you may know as the CEO of Epic games actually tweeted on July 28th. So he, this is not a out of the blue move by Epic. Um, Tim Sweeney apparently has frequently spoken out about, uh, Apple store fees and he actually tweeted, I'm going to read this tweet because it's wild to me, uh, based on an article in the New York times. This is a quote from Tim Sweeney. Apple has gone crazy. If colleges hold virtual classes through an iPhone app, Apple could demand thirty percent of the tuition.
1: That's Um, crazy.
0: This and this is uh, he he, in the tweet he linked a New York Times article. Like you know, I have to imagine it's true. (laughs) I I haven't vetted it fully, but that's nuts. Like it's basically if you want to be on this app, give us thirty percent of whatever you get, and that's you know, (sighs) I really hate it. I mean, apps in general are very strange to me because like whenever I download an app and I, and I like, I downloaded a card game, like a a Euchre. If you've ever played Euchre in in the listening audience, I downloaded a stupid little game app to play Euchre and I'm constantly barraged by ads and I can't help it. And I'm aware it's a different situation than this entirely, but I can't help but think every time that happens, I'm like, there's gotta be a better way. Like I get that these people want money, but there's gotta be a better way. And to me, what I'm hearing from this feeds into that problem entirely.
1: I'm honestly, now that you're really putting it in perspective, too, of not just games, but especially now that we're going into a weird era of remote learning. And I'm thinking of like Zoom and all of the different apps that people are using to work from home and basically anything that you could potentially charge or pay for or whatever. That's so many different apps, so much money that Apple is raking in. And I'm honestly surprised that this is the first time someone has stood up and been like, hey, 30 percent is crazy like this is ridiculous and i mean this what? this entire thing by epic i mean it, it it was very almost calculated like they pretty much predicted that apple would pull them from the app store because Almost as soon as it happened, they had they basically made an in game video of 1984. I guess Apple had had a, a commercial, <laughs> and they basically likened it to 1984. And they had a little a little spot in the game, and with the hashtag #FreeFortnite, and they had the lawsuit ready to go, and all of these statements. It felt like they were basically very well aware of what would happen if they made this move, and it was very well planned. And yeah. I'm honestly surprised there wasn't more organization with other app developers or other companies, even outside of gaming, because I feel like if you had a bunch of major companies, because let's be real, Epic is a pretty big company. It's not like this is some like small little app developer. This is a big company. It's it's Fortnite.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's it's the talk of the town, toast of the town, whichever those two makes more sense in, in the gaming world. And, you know, so it's and I, I, I agree. I mean, I think a lot of companies are probably sticking. Like they're probably like, okay, let's wait and see what happens. Well, <laughs> like, here's the other thing: if it works, th- a lot of more companies will do exactly what what Epic is doing, and then Apple has a problem because so Epic, they, Apple has to be tread carefully.
2: Because Epic did the free Fortnite that that gets the people, the public riled up to be on their side. So now it almost becomes in other companies' best interest to back Epic games because then the public eye would see them negatively otherwise
1: are you kidding? People love a good hashtag too. Like that was one of the smartest things they could get to get people on their side because you get people right. riled up with a, a snappy hashtag like free Fortnite. And even people who have never played Fortnite will start paying attention because it's just everywhere.
0: I mean, we are Yeah, like, like you put hashtag free anything and people will be like, yeah, free it free them <laughs> for whatever, like it's, it doesn't matter what it is. Free so it's exactly. It's um, That happened, right? Wasn't that a thing?
1: Oh, yeah. I think it's still a thing. Yeah. I don't want to get down that rabbit hole, but I mean, I definitely would love to talk about that. Really? Okay. We're going to get down this rabbit hole for like 30 seconds.
0: Is Britney in trouble?
1: Essentially, Britney Spears. In trouble for a while has been in a conservatorship so she has no control over her own money career i think it's even down to like who she can date like owning property cars stuff like that all of that stuff i think is under the control of her manager slash father slash both question mark i don't know enough of the details and then essentially even like her social media presence has to go through and get their approval and she's, what, in her 30s and has children. And over the last... in
0: her 40s, I would think. Some, How old is Britney Spears?
1: I honestly I have, have no, no idea.
0: It. Keep keep talking. I'm going to Google it.
1: But over the last, I would say, couple months or so, she's posted some, like, really super quirky videos on TikTok and Instagram and stuff like that. And people in one TikTok video commented and were like, oh, wear a yellow shirt in the next one if you need help. And then it was, like, a weird one-minute-long video of her walking back and forth with a bouquet of flowers literally saying nothing just like weirdly striking a pose to a weekend song and like britney, in a yellow shirt yeah in a yellow shirt so now there was like a whole free britney movement thing and i will it is kind of weird like i started digging into it and it is it is kind of weird so
0: i did not realize how young she was when she because i remember like when i was like five six whatever the age may have been was when like her first album came out because, yes, I owned it. Sorry. Like, I'm not... No, I'm not going to apologize for that. She's 38 years old. She was so young when she started. Oh, yeah. That's insane. She
1: was, like, what, 15, 16? She would have had to have been. Yeah. I hold been, no... Yeah, probably 16. I hold no ill will towards Britney Spears. Like, even if you go back, and even some of the stuff that people... This is now getting really, like, deep down in the, the weird conspiracy hole.
0: <laughs> to be clear. But,
1: apparently, even, like, the way she's forced to sing in her... her Trademark like super high pitched nasally voice. If you go back to when she was on like Mickey Mouse Clubhouse and stuff like that, she actually has a deep singing voice that's a little bit more like Christina Aguilera.
0: I've actually seen this. I've seen videos where they will, someone will take, like, she'll put out a video of herself singing and people be like, This is actually, they they took this video and sped it up so her voice would sound higher pitched and like more kind of girlish. And if you slow it down to its actual pace, she's got a much deeper voice. Like you said, she's got like a much deeper voice. It's less nasally. It's very interesting. I and mean, like I, I, the record industry, we should move on, but the record industry is very interesting. Cause like, remember like a year ago or some amount, like pop stars, I, I, I to be clear, I'm not saying it's by any fault of their own, but like, remember when Taylor Swift was like, I lost all the rights to all my music. It's like, what happened? Like, and I know this situation is me. a little different, but, but like, how does that happen? Where like, what are you signing? Or like, I, I assume it's record execs tricking kids and their parents but like boy they must be really good at because tri- like she was like i lost all the rights to like love story and like all of her like before she went pop and like all of her like country-ish stuff lost all the rights to that lost all the rights to a bunch of stuff and i was just like man but you're taylor swift like how is that even they, allowed they approach these free free kids. hashtag free taylor swift <laughs> let's trend that
1: I think they approach these kids and they're so excited to have a record deal. And not even kids. I mean, full grown adults. So excited to have a record deal, I think. And then right. they just sign the anything. Deal. Just it, It's a crazy industry, man. Everything is hashtag, so crazy.
0: Hashtag free Fortnite. Hashtag free, free Fortnite, free Britney, hashtag free Taylor Swift. I don't know. I mean, yeah. But so Going back to Fortnite, it's unclear how this will resolve. I have a feeling we're going to be talking about this again in a couple of weeks because apparently in the handwritten letter that apple sent, i just think that element is so funny it's like it did it have like a wax seal on the envelope was it like my dearest epic games <laughs> i bequeath you to like it's just it's so it's so old-fashioned to me but anyways they had arrived on august 28 it was pony express august 28th is when is when apparently the epic has until august 28th to like i guess take it back I, I don't even understand what they, what they need to do before then, but I don't think Epic's going to do it. So then things are going to get real interesting. This lawsuit's going to happen. And we could be talking about this for a few more episodes.
1: I do have one last statement, though. I honestly, like, I can barely keep up with Fortnite on mouse and keyboard because there's just so much happening. I could not okay, imagine yes. how to, like, how do you play that on your phone? I can understand, like, iPad because, you know, it's a bigger surface. But on your phone, like, I fat finger text messages i couldn't imagine trying to play a game yeah it's insane
0: like like honestly and like you said mouse and keyboard too like when i watch people play Fortnite or any of those like the battle royales where you also like build stuff i'm like i lack i simply lack the brainwaves to like to do both those things at once like i was raised on you're walking around with with a gun and if you see somebody you shoot at him. it's not like oh also build a clock tower like i I i've never played i mean you watch i have a lot of respect for people who are good at it
1: and it's their hands are like flying so fast you can't even see i don't even understand what they're doing they're hitting so many buttons at once it's crazy to me
0: and i I think it's because like people who play like starcraft and stuff like it's the same thing they have they track like actions per minute and like these people are really insanely good at like playing real-time strategy games basically but like it's just I, i think it's more accessible when you watch someone shooting a person while building a wall at the same time you're like how did what like, it's just so much more, for the for the layman like myself, it's so much more accessible. Anyways, hashtag free Fortnite. Well, like I said, we'll be checking back in on that. Right now, we're going to move on to Firewatch. Again, sandwiching the good news in between the bad news. So, Firewatch. Is a game from Campo Santo, which is a very small developer. I'd have to imagine. This this was a game that came out in 2016. Uh, a lot of people would probably call it a walking simulator. That's the term that I've heard for very story rich games that like think like uh, What Remains of Edith Finch and Gone Home games like that. It's a game where you're you you're in a fire. Is it called the Fire Watchtower? I think so. Yeah. Tower? You know when you're at like the national park. And you look up and you see that like tall, tall tower sticking out of the trees. It's so people can watch to make sure there's not forest fires. And if there are, they call somebody. That's about a guy who lives in one of the firewatch towers and he sees something and starts unraveling a, a, basically a mystery. Great game. It's, it's one of those things. It takes like two hours to play probably. Um, and it's probably very cheap right now. So you can, you can go check it out. But the news here is that it's being made into a movie in conjunction with Snoot Entertainment, which is a pretty funny name. This is not the first time reports of a movie based on Firewatch have circulated in late 2016. Uh, Good Universe was apparently working on an ad- adaptation, and it was also sold to Lionsgate. I don't know if Snoot Entertainment is a subsidiary of Lionsgate, but Lionsgate is, of course, a name that that I'm aware of. It would be a great movie. Uh, having played the game, again, we've all played the game. It's one of those games that kind of plays like a movie. So I'll, I'll give the brief plot summary because I kind of fudged through last time and I have it in front of me now. A fire lookout in the Wisconsin wilderness investigates strange occurrences and reports back to his supervisor, Delilah. They communicate exclusively via handheld radio as they watch over different sections of the park during the summer of 1989, Henry Henry and Delilah. Henry's the main character contend with the loneliness and isolation of the job while getting to know each other over the radio. <laughs> That's kind of, I think that sells short <laughs> what the game is actually about. Um, but it would be interesting, I guess is, is the main, the main story here. Um, would you watch it?
1: I definitely would. So Firewatch, I, I don't know if you liked it as much as I did, but I think I harped on you for a very long time. I was like, "Play Firewatch! You gotta play Firewatch! It's one of my favorite games." And I think
0: I bought it just to shut you up. I
1: think you might. I, I'm not even joking.
0: <laughs> I, I I think I think I literally was like, "Fine." I think I looked it up and was like, "It's two hours. Once I do this, it'll be over." And I think that's what. And it was it was worth it for what it's worth. But. Um, Yeah, i think you you basically forced me to do it
1: for all of the different game music movie recommendations that i've ever given you tv shows this was one that you actually listened to me about and i was super glad because this was a game that i didn't really know what to expect like i had no idea what it was going into it and so i had a snow day an adult snow day and i sat down and i was sick and I remember just being miserable so like I'm just gonna sit here I'm gonna bundle myself up into a blanket burrito and I'm gonna play an entire game so I booted it up and lost myself in the game and like it, it's a very simple premise but there's something about the characters and I think the movie is going to have to hinge on the casting and how they write these characters because of the crux of this entire game and the story is the interaction between these characters so it'll be interesting to see how they bring this to life in movie form. I hope they do it justice. I think the writing for this game gives them enough material, especially if they can condense. There's a lot of walking portions in the game when you just like walk through the forest. But I think it's finding stuff. Yeah, yeah, but if they condense it to like an hour and a half, two hour movie, I don't think it needs to be two hours. But if they condense it to a nice little movie, they have an, a lot of material, a lot of good dialogue here. They just have to. Make it feel cohesive and get good actors, because I think right, that's part. And where think it would fall
0: about apart. like yeah, one of the best movies. Well, not best movies, but one of the better action movies and like a canonical action movie is Die Hard. Right? You guys ever seen Die Hard? I'm gonna make a connection. I promise. Yeah, it's a Christmas uh, movie.
1: I am gonna. Mm, you're gonna hate me. You I ha- don't. I Haven't seen it. You
0: haven't seen it. Hey, it's okay. Honestly, I'm not like I'm not gonna like fly off the handle if you haven't seen Die Hard. But anyways, technically knows what I'm talking about. So basically, a lot of the movie this guy john mcclain played by bruce willie is chatting on a walkie-talkie with gosh i can't think of the guy's name now the cop from family matters do you know what his name is tactic I'm there's envisioning a cop on the him, ground
2: but i can't remember his name in the movie
0: it's something weird it's like something val jones or something i i, I can't think of it leave, hey leave it in the comments well there's no comments leave it tweet, tweet at us they have a relationship basically over a radio and it's very like they talk to each other while they become friends basically and at the end when they meet each other in person for the first time it's like they're already good buddies that's like i'm what i'm trying to say is there's a precedent and it's not just Die Hard. there's other movies where like characters establish relationships over like (laughs) a radio or like talking on the phone you know like and it'd be interesting to see this character totally in isolation talking to delilah and like going around and, and uncovering it is like uncovering a mystery right i'm not i'm not misremembering it oh yeah there's
1: like a whole something is solved there yeah i don't want to like give it away i know the game's old at this point but i don't want to give it away because then it would become a spoiler for the movie but there's like a whole mystery conspiracy thing they're trying to figure out
0: and and one that i imagine you could probably flesh out even more when you're not constrained to again a walking simulator which is what a lot of the game. I don't. I don't mean that as a derogatory term. It's just what the game basically is. You're walking around. You see something. You say, "Okay, now we have to go walk over here and look at this thing." And you go look at that. And you kind of piece together a story out of it. Uh, so yeah, I mean, th- th- this could be very interesting. I can't imagine the production cost would be too high. <laughs> you know, like it, I, things like that, like nuts and bolts, like that, come into play with these things a lot. Like there are probably plenty of video, like Halo never got off the ground as a movie because people were like, it's too expensive. Like Peter Jackson mm-hmm. would to do that at one point and they were like, we can't we can't give you like the GDP of a major country to do this movie.
1: Um, like honestly, this, I feel like Firewatch, you could just like strap some GoPros, <laughs> put one right. in a corner of a Firewatch tower, put a GoPro on on some of your other actors and you're good to go. That's it. You spent like honestly. two grand. You're ready.
0: Honestly, I, I love found footage and for this kind of thing, that would actually be phenomenal. perfect yeah it's, it's an option you heard it here first snoot entertainment for all the snoot entertainment folks that are listening you're welcome we just gave you the golden the golden goose so to speak for what it's worth snoot entertainment by the way worked on uh blind spotting and little monsters i've seen neither but i've heard of both i've heard both were uh, really really good movies.
1: i haven't seen either
0: yeah well-received indie films how they're referred to in this screen Rat article and screen Rat knows a thing or two about well-received movies So, yeah, a couple of things with this. First of all, be on the lookout for more news about this movie. And second of all, you should go play this game. I'm going to Google. I'll Google during the break how much this game costs to like get right now, because I imagine it's not very much.
1: So to toot my Um, own horn, because I I think I did this with Tektiv when I when I gave him book recommendations, we talked about whether he really liked the book on a scale of like one to 10. How much would you say you liked Firewatch? Because I know I was a 10.
0: You want you? Do you crave validation? I, uh, I do. In these scenarios <laughs> in a way that in a way that frankly is, is unbelievable to me. Um, I mean, I'll tell you right now, it's it's above five, but it's less than ten. I think okay. you want me to say ten, and it's not it's not, it's not ten. That's fine. Uh, it's not
1: so much validation, but so for all of the listeners, we have a very long storied history where I recommend things, and then true. illegal just doesn't doesn't pay attention to my recommendations. Massive,
0: Mass Effect. Yeah. Chuck.
1: So now I Those have, two big ones. I like to try to quantify it so I can be like, look, I have a, an average of like 80% like ability factors on my recommendations. So you might, you might want to give it a try. <laughs>
0: Cat Cat Quest was one of the most recent ones.
1: I Cat think. Quest is good. Very simple. S-
0: so, you, s- so you say, I don't know what to believe. In any case, Firewatch. Yeah, I, I, it was like a seven or an eight, I would say. I, what Remains of Edith Finch is a better version of what Firewatch is. For, for those who are looking to try out a walking simulator i'd recommend that one first but that's fair i don't think you could go wrong with, with either one gone home was not as good as firewatch so I, to me it's like middle of the road in terms of like walking simulators that i played uh,
1: firewatch had a really great art style though there was something about the art and the music of that game that really hit home I liked, for me
0: i actually i liked edith, edith finch's really more yeah you should play edith finch out here i'll yeah i'll give you a recommendation that's the solution here okay um you should play What Remains of this Finch. Uh, I got it on the Switch store for, like, at the time, like 10 bucks or something. Might be even less now. It's also on PS4. Uh, pick your poison. Right now, we're going to go to the break. Uh, but before we do, uh, I would be remiss if I did not shout out our fantastic Patreon producer, Mr. Ben Jackness. Ben's going to be joining us on the show real soon, hint, hint. And that's just one of the benefits he gets from supporting us at the night level on Patreon. One uh, is the guest spot. One is... The, pay, the producer shout out he gets at during every show uh he also gets input into our weekly game segment which is coming later tactic is hosting that very hyped for that mm. and he also gets access to our monthly secret segment and vlog ben's super cool if you're not as cool as ben you can support us at the squire level which gets you access to the monthly secret segment and vlog or you could support us at the page level which gets you access to the monthly secret segment now more details on all of this is available over at patreon.com slash online warriors podcast uh we would super appreciate any assistance in putting this thing together uh hopefully you're enjoying listening we're enjoying talking well i think we're all enjoying talking i know i am so yeah head over there check that out and uh thanks to ben we'll be right back
1: hello come and listen to grand rapidians play video games
0: my name is willie I'm the original Cooking Mama World Champion, and even though I've had close to 5,000 different brews, I always keep hams in the fridge.
1: I'm Ginger, I'm the inaugural Tetris DS World Record Setter, and you can usually hear me eye-roll at Willie's Introductions.
0: Every week, we review a beverage, we talk about a game we've played, we recommend something like a podcast, and we assign points for real-life experience.
1: Come and listen to Grand Rapidians play video games.
0: Found wherever you listen to quality podcasts. All right, we're back. During the break, Tactic did an impression of me that uh, you've probably, I think you've done an impression of me before, like before now, and I have to say it's gotten worse.
1: Um, (laughs) He's getting cocky now
0: you can showcase it for the for the folks at home if you want but i don't want to put the pressure on i'll just tell them it's it's a on.
2: combination of a brooklyn accent and mickey mouse
1: I feel like uh, you got to just do it now
2: <laughs> which for what it's worth, i'm not from brooklyn i meant to say boston it's a combination of a boston
0: accent all, and mickey <laughs> I'm mouse i'm also not from boston oh for two <laughs> uh, yeah in any case he did that over the break which was fun uh, i looked up how much firewatch costs uh it's 1999 uh, uh pretty much across all digital platforms the other game i mentioned what remains of edith finch also 1999 so if you're looking to try out one of those you, you couldn't do wrong with, with either one i would say gone home also available for 15 it looks like so yeah feel free to check those out but right now we're going to move on to our final topic which is arcane studios has delayed Deathloop. it's apparently delayed until spring 2021 so yeah let me just i'll read uh, they tweeted out a community update today at 9 a.m so i'm going to read it in its entirety okay from arcane we've made the decision to move the launch date of deathloop to quarter two 2021 our ambition for deathloop is to deliver a signature arcane game that takes you to never before seen places in a stylish new world at the same time the health and safety of everyone at arcane leon remains our top priority as we've adjusted to work from home we found that delivering this new and exciting experience at the polish and quality level that defines both an arcane game and a true next gen experience is taking longer than normal This extra time will allow our team to bring Deathloop's world to life with as much character and fun as you've come to expect from our team. While we know this is the right decision for Deathloop, we share your disappointment and apologize for making you wait even longer. Thank you for your support and excitement. Your positive feedback has helped fuel us as we continue to work from the confines of our homes. We can't wait to share more details about Deathloop with you, so keep your eyes open for our next update coming soon. So I think this, this topic was put on the table for tonight, mostly because we've been piling on Microsoft a lot. And uh, the past couple of weeks, basically, you know, ha- the Halo delay came last week. And we we're basically like, why buy an Xbox? Well, Deathloop is one of, I think, Nerdbobber, I think you said one of three
1: uh, launch titles
0: for the PS5. So, something like that.
1: I believe um, I was wrong. There's four because I think Astro's Playroom is also going to be a launch title.
0: Well, okay. One one of four. Still not great. Um, this this was one of the ones that, you know, in the PS5 in, in Sony's events, we've talked about this, being excited about it. It's definitely one of the ones that raised my eyebrows at that PS5 event relative to the Xbox event. You know, it, it looked really cool, uh, great concept, looks like great execution in progress, but it's now moved back to the spring. So, you know, it's obviously clear why they did it. What remains to be seen is how this affects the bottom line for for PS5. And I have to say, there's still Spider-Man. Like, is, that's still a launch title, is it not?
1: Yeah, it is. And so for me overall both of these consoles launches are pretty weak this year and so I'm not upset that Deathloop is getting delayed because I think I said this last time when we talked about Halo I'd rather see a good polished game for the most part than something that's rushed out because I think that just ruins the game like I know when I bought ReCore that was very very buggy and then I put it down and I never went back to it even though I have it and they patched everything in retrospect later and So I would rather see it delayed, especially since I'm super excited about it. But it it does make me kind of question how hard up I am for another Spider-Man experience. Because really, if Spider-Man gets delayed or if Spider-Man, it turns out to be like a really short experience, I don't know why I'm buying either console and not just waiting a year.
0: Well, okay, so that's fair. Uh, Well, I guess before I say more tactic, Where, where are you at on this? I
2: couldn't agree more with Nerd Bomber. I'd rather a absolutely polished game that's ready to come out when it's ready to come out and not rushed and to be honest all of these disappointments in 2020 it's just it's just become another thing so we're all we're all numb to it anyway so might as well just disappoint us now and give us the polished game in a year that we're all looking forward to
1: yeah i have to say i've started using 2020 as a swear word it is like, a oh word. what the 2020
0: whoa whoa watch it there jeez this is a family show i i mean I, yeah i i Look, there was a pretty slim chance I was going to buy the PS5 regardless at, at launch time. Frankly, I'm not sure I'll buy the PS5 before the price goes down. P- it really depends a lot on what the price is. I'm inclined to agree with you that that it, it's not the year to buy a console, you know. These game delays all make sense. I expect more are coming. Frankly, Spider-Man we could hear in a week. Yeah, well, we couldn't do it. So that's going to be spring 21, uh, 2021 as well. The console release will probably never get pushed back, but
1: and like so I get sure it, what it games just, are going to be around. It seems so silly because there is nothing to play. Like, why am I going to spend potentially five hundred dollars on these new consoles just to play games I could play on my old consoles? I don't, I don't get it. Like, just push yeah, it at this point. Twenty twenty is a wash. Let's move on, people.
0: I am guessing that the console makers cannot do that. I, know. I don't know why, but you know, I can imagine reasons why. Yeah, I am really, I am so very excited for Deathloop. It certainly would be a, a game that I would buy. You know, maybe I'll, maybe I'll wait until spring 2021 on the console and I'll get Deathloop in the console at the same time. Yeah, it, it remains to be seen. Ratchet and Clank is another big one that I know Hayes is very excited about. So that might also factor into, you know, might factor into when does that come out? Because that's potentially a while down the road. I guess, yeah, we wanted to bring this up because we wanted to show that <laughs> Sony is not immune to, you know, the issues that we're all facing right now. And we've been piling on Microsoft, but Sony, you're, you're also going to take some damage here. It was only a matter of, of time.
1: There's like a small little part, like a very tiny baby voice in the back of my mind that's like, who are you kidding? You're still going to buy the console because when it comes out in like December and you're stuck at home, you're going to be hella bored. So you're going to buy it anyway and play Spider-Man for 10 hours. Is that
2: how your baby voice sounds? yeah it's very similar to a regular voice yeah that's what I was gonna say
1: you're gonna be bored and you're gonna drop $500 on a console with no games anyway at launch
2: that's that Boston Mickey Mouse
1: <laughs> I can't I can't was absolutely
0: haunting that was,
1: haunting. That was <laughs> keeps I want to say edit right that now. out
0: I want to say edit that out but it, just leave it in as a cautionary tale um oh, in any case hey guys uh, how's your mother <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll God we'll move on uh for a lot of reasons we'll move on uh, but we also wanted to cover one brief piece of news. Um, <laughs> guys, Space Jam 2, A New Legacy, which I did not know that was the subtitle, is, I guess, coming soon. I don't know. The, the news <laughs> here is... Sh- should, I, should I pause? I'm going to pause. Nerf Bomber's losing her mind. She's laughing so hard about the <laughs> Mickey Mouse or the baby voice. It doesn't matter what she's <laughs> laughing
2: about. I'm laughing about her laughing.
1: Okay, I'm good. I'm good. Space Jam
0: all right, Space Jam. Should should I restart, or should we edit that out, or just leave it in? We'll just leave it in. This is this is giving color <laughs> to the
1: to the folks at home.
0: Space Jam too, guys. It's unclear when this is coming out, but the new jerseys have been teased. Um, they look
1: dope. I see. I'm I think not they look old.
0: They they look. I don't extra. like them. I don't. I liked
2: the plain. I I, w- I really wish they stuck with the original style, but like the like the colors, but made it the current style like the longer shorts that they have today
0: is this is this a real is this real i'm questioning whether this is even a real it looks cgi doesn't it it looks cgi and also why would you put the the looney tunes like circles thing it's like not centered it's like on the side
1: it's modern design guys you just don't have the eye for art i don't know if i don't know if that's true i i think they look cool though i would i would buy it i guess i
0: just i don't know i mean i don't like the i don't love the colors I don't love the off-center. I don't even love the font on Toon Squad. I think this Space Jam is going to be a tough sell for me because Space Jam One holds a very special place, you know, in my heart and in my childhood. It was it was at the very brief time in my childhood when I loved basketball and like wanted to be a basketball player before you know physics told me that was not going to happen. <laughs> the thing that um,
2: that needs to happen in Space Jam Two that would make it an absolute hit for me is recurring characters.
0: Bill Murray you want bill murray back don't you yes we all want bill murray back right. wayne knight also in also in it a classic guy who played newman from seinfeld nope. not to mention all the all the looney tunes themselves yeah i don't know i mean are the Monstars coming back i kind of want to know that i would assume they have to be right you can't you can't replace the Monstars. stars they were they were like the whole thing anyways go look at this jersey this is a good time to shout out our, our twitter's At League 86 at OWNerdBomber, at OWTactic, and our main account at OnlineWarriors1. Tell us what you think about this jersey. And before I forget, you all told us whether Chipotle and Moe's were fast food restaurants or not. But... And it was a tie. The result result was invalidated because NerdBomber voted multiple times.
1: I didn't do it. I didn't. The numbers
0: do not lie. We can see. We have the receipts. So it's still undecided at at a later date we may hold a, uh, another poll try and get a wider a wider spread wider sample size whatever you, whatever the word may be right now it, it's not it's not clear whether Chipotle or Moe's are fast food restaurants i mean again if you didn't see the poll just hit us up on twitter tell us say yeah of course it's a fast food restaurant no of course it's not we're not going to tell you which way we're leaning i guess we could i guess it's probably already clear it's not a fast food restaurant
1: totally uh-huh. is
2: all right with that it's what are you up
0: to wednesday time it's time. It's when, I mean, after all it is Wednesday. I think I went first last week.
2: I think uh, Nerd tactic. Bomber should go first this week.
0: Oh, no, okay. Okay, you're volunteering Shaking Nerd Bomber. Up, Nerd Bomber. Okay. Shake it. Shake it up.
1: So, I finished Cat Quest. It was hella fun. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> it was a short game. I mean, it's only like 10 hours of your time. I pretty much did all of the side quests. I didn't go like there's stuff you can do and there's like a a new game plus type thing and i didn't do any of that because i was just it was done it was a a good experience for 10 hours i didn't need more i will get more in the form of cat quest 2 but that's co-op so i'm excited for that and then i also started playing fall guys which i'm sure you guys Mm. have heard a lot about And so I did not make any investment in the game. It was free because I have PS Plus. So I didn't I was out no money had almost no expectations didn't like I don't usually like Battle Royale style games but this doesn't really feel like Battle Royale like obviously you have to try to make it to the end of a, a maze or a, a level I guess without getting eliminated but it feels more just like a race more than a Battle Royale type thing and it's surprisingly fun. Like I knew it was it works fun. A lot of people are raving about it all over the internet. It's like a huge hit on Twitch and I totally understand why. It's one of those games that you don't really there's no barrier to entry. Like if you can move the stick forward and hit the X button, because there's really only like three buttons that you can push. You jump, you fall down, or you grab somebody. And mostly I would only ever really use the jump button and I've qualified pretty easily for I would say about like seventy five percent of the at least the first rounds and it, there's enough variety in the game that it just keeps it really light and fun. It's nothing serious at all. Super goofy. The music is playful and fun. The graphics are really colorful. The only and thing there's
0: like it's like obstacles, right? Yeah, like an obstacle course kind of thing. It's it's like Wipeout. Remember that show Wipeout? Yeah, it's, it's like that
1: exactly like Wipeout with like fifty people on a screen. All trying to get, yeah. so basically the premise is, Sounds amazing. you start with 60 people, I think it is, and you're technically, you're, they call it like a game show. So you're in a show and you start with 60 people and the first 43 in the first round to make it to the finish line get to move on. And then the next round, only the next 30 who get to the why, finish why line
0: 43? First. What a strange number.
1: It, it varies, I think, based on like how many people are in the first round So if they can't fill out the full 60 people, I think they adjust it. But it's really stupid fun. There's a bunch of different levels. I will say there's one level that is from hell that I do not like. Seesaw can go die (laughs) because it is the worst. Where it's basically like you have to... There's a bunch of tipping seesaws. Basically, it's exactly what it sounds like. And because there's so many people, the seesaws like tilt all the way to basically being vertical and you fall off and it's super obnoxious. Um, But all of the different mini games are a lot of fun. You can pick it up. I think get through an entire, like I've made it to the finals six or seven times so far. And it took me no more than 15 minutes to finish out the entire, I guess, match, if you want to call it that. And it's just a lot of fun. Like it's low stakes, low barrier to entry, super goofy. Don't take it seriously. Just have fun with it. You can dress up like a pigeon. Definitely recommend you play it. Like, I don't know if I could sit there and play it for hours. It's not one of those type of games, but it's something like if I have 20 minutes to kill, I'm probably going to play Fall Guys.
0: Nice. I have a similar, I'll save it for my update, but I'm in a similar gaming experience. Uh, not a, as new and shiny, but similar experience. Tactic, anything for us today?
2: Okay. So I'm not, I'm not very smart. I just play a smart person on TV. Um, and what I what I mean mm. by that is the biggest thing for me this this past week is I finally finished my design for the heads up display. And you both and if you're wondering what the heck the heads up display is, well, I won't have it completely done in time for this month's tinkering with Tactic video, but it will come out next month and both Nerd Bomber and Illegal have seen the prototype versions and let's just say they were not flattering. So hopefully the final version looks looks cool and that's what you guys get to see and I'll look like I know what I'm doing now that I've fleshed out the design completely and I'm very excited about it. So look forward to that two months from now.
0: The hype is real. On my end, I have a couple of recommendations. One, I think I've mentioned Dark for the past two episodes or at least one episode. Mm -hmm. The show on Netflix is German. I am into season three now. It continues to warp my brain in unimaginable ways. I would str- strongly recommend it. The soundtrack is incredible. The acting, very good. Story, one of a kind. If you're into like time travel stuff, especially, give it a look. How many seasons are there? That's one recommendation. There? there are three. It's it's a very low impact show. There's three episodes. There's three seasons. Uh, the first season has 10 episodes. The second two have eight episodes each. And they're all hour long episodes. So low commitment. Very high payout, lots of moments where you're like, "Wait, what?" In a good way, uh, but if, if also if that's not your cup of tea, then you're you're gonna hate it. Uh, so don't try that. um The other recommendation I have, uh, again, in the, in the interest of like low barrier to entry games, I downloaded first of all the Switch eShop is incredible. I don't know if they just like have their hooks in me or something. Or what it is, I've bought more indie games from the Switch eShop than I have my entire time on the PS Four. This week's flavor of the of the week is Stickbold. Have you heard of Stickbold?
1: No, I haven't.
0: <laughs> so I'll read you the description of it because it's it's one of a kind. Stickbold is a groovy, 70s themed, single and local multiplayer fantasy dodgeball game. It's dodgeball, but it's like it's dodgeball with a lot of twists. It's hard to explain unless you just like watch a video. But it's very it's super cartoony. Uh, it's it's also Swedish. Um, so like all the characters speak Swedish and it's all, it's like the kind of like, Oh yeah. Da, 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 da. Like that kind of Swedish. And just, it's like, they're speaking nonsense. I don't think it's real Swedish. Kind of like the Sims. Yeah, I was going to ask um, if like Sims, which makes it better. And like a lot of like cartoony stuff happens. It, it's, and it costs like seven, I think it me eight bucks and it's amazing. So that's my recommendation of the week for sure. Go check it out. Couch co-op also tactic and their bomber. If you're ever interested in, in, in that kind of party. So, Did Hayes kick your butt? Uh we are. We've played co-op, and I've kicked her butt, and I also kicked her nephew's butt and her sister, uh, her sister-in-law's butt. I've kicked many butts. Wow. Yeah, it's the real deal. Actually, no, I think her sister-in-law beat me. You know, it doesn't matter. Uh Great game. Check it out. Low barrier to entry. Very cartoony. Very goofy. Very fun. And now, I think Tactic has a quiz for us. Tactic, take it away.
2: I do. So this quiz topic is potatoes and because it is national potato day so
0: happy potato day really?
2: folks! wow what a time to be alive so the first question is based out of lord of the rings in lord of the rings sam has become a meme going potato in that movie trilogy how many times have potatoes been brought up
1: who gets to go first on this one
0: i don't care i'll go for i'll go first i think this is a trick question I think, it's the, I think that's the only time.
1: Once. I'm going to say five times just because I don't have many other options.
2: <laughs> so, Illegal takes it. I was trying to trick you to make it think it was a recurring thing. It was only three times.
0: I've watched those movies quite a bit, so I was pretty confident there. I figured it was
1: low, but I, I didn't want to be, like, right on top of you. I didn't want to be that guy. That girl. gross, That jerk.
0: I'm... Uh, I'm actually about to restart reading all of those books, incidentally. Anyways, I have a point. Good times. Let's let's carry on.
2: It's no surprise that Idaho is the leading producer of potatoes in the United States. How many potatoes did they produce last year?
0: Oh, boy. How many potatoes or like pounds of potatoes? How many We're pounds like of action? potatoes? Oh. Pounds. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say, you can't count individual potatoes. That's nonsense.
1: How many? I'm um, trying to think how many pounds a single potato might be. I can't even like imagine what one pound is. It's I'm I'm trying to think of like what my dumbbells are. I have like two pound dumbbells, and I, I I don't think a potato weighs two pounds. Maybe a potato is half a pound. And I'm trying to think like a okay no I know I worked in a grocery store once. I'm gonna do it this way. I like to like walk you guys through my menta- my mentality.
0: I'm I'm loving it. Yeah.
1: So we had fifty pound bags of potatoes and. I would put out probably 30, 50-pound bags of potatoes a day. Does it matter what type of potatoes? This is a big... ripped. There's like white potatoes, yellow potatoes, red potatoes.
0: Potatoes. Red potatoes. Just
1: potatoes. Oh, crap. Purple potatoes, too. You know what? I'm going to say 500 million pounds of potatoes.
0: Honestly, you know what? That sounds like a ridiculous number, but I was also in the 100 millions as well. I'm going to go under you, but not by much. I'm gonna I'm gonna cut your answer in half and say 250 million.
1: And for the record, I was in the best shape of my life when I was hauling all those bags. It's
0: I, mean, I can't imagine. It was like I mean, going geez. to the
1: gym for free. It was great.
0: So
2: nerd bomber takes it. Ah oh, jeez. It is a hundred and thirty point nine million cwt. Cwt is ah oh, come on. <laughs> is a hundred is the equivalent of one hundred pounds. So what's a CWT? It's it's one CWT is a hundred pounds.
0: Yeah, but what is CWT stand?
2: I just told you it's it's a hundred pounds. I don't I don't remember. It means something.
1: <laughs> I'm just gonna, gonna call it so,
2: what? Canadian weight. So, so move maybe that cubic know, place weight place over and you guys were off by a factor of a hundred, but nerd bomber was closer.
1: Cubic weight seems like it might be it because you're basically No,
0: it's a apparently a CWT is a hundred weight. Yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> the actual term. 100 weight interesting
2: or 112 weight if it's uh
0: yeah it's 112 pounds wow what the hell all right anyways we're getting sidetracked
2: okay Um, so it's now tied how heavy was the world's largest grown potato
0: the hundred weight formerly known as the centum weight british imperial and u.s customary unit of weight that's that's not the answer beauty I know. Um, how, the Guinness World Book, largest potato ever, how much did it weigh? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Can I give my answer in 100 weight or does that have to be in pounds?
2: I'd recommend pounds. Okay.
0: <laughs> okay. Uh, largest potato in pounds. I mean, this is over 100 pounds for sure. I didn't This is 112 pounds. This is 100 weight. You think one single pounds. potato. That's right. 112 pounds.
1: Okay. I. You, you heard me. I want to say in like some movie like a road trip movie whether it's national lampoon or something like that someone in or some movie trip. somewhere stopped and saw like the world's largest potato and it was a big boy it was like a house so i'm gonna say the sucker is 1500 pounds and i know that's a big estimate oh, sure. but like i don't know people can do some crazy stuff with potatoes and growing stuff these days okay you never know. so
2: in idaho there is a structure called the world's largest potato that is made from steel <laughs> and other materials <laughs> no whoops
1: well you know
2: i also re- recommended to both of you to not use cwt because we're nowhere near 100 pounds ah <laughs> oh, jeez, 0.5 cwt no cwp i recommended pounds <laughs> straight up okay, pounds. do you guys want to try again because you were both horribly no, we terribly no. Off. no
1: i'm gonna take the l no no with no chip and no give these
0: vaccines. yeah we both lost it it's fine
2: it was eight it pounds four ounces.
1: That what? doesn't seem no. like a lot. What's your source? No, that,
0: yeah. What the heck? I could grow a potato that's nine pounds. I mean, come on. A Potato
2: grows underground. If you're if you're thinking something that's a hundred pounds, you've basically heaved your whole house up.
0: Okay. A, hundred, a house weighs more than a hundred pounds. Yeah, no, but so
2: like that—that no. that has to move and displace soil and
1: yeah, fit somewhere. Easy. Somewhere in Ireland, because. Di- They were the potato people, right? Who's the potato people? That's what they call
0: them, (laughs) the potato people.
1: But like there is a mountain somewhere and underneath it is just a giant potato waiting to be unearthed. I mean, really,
0: challenge accepted. I'm going to grow a potato that weighs nine pounds and go to the Guinness World Book of Records. Go for it.
2: But you guys are both wrong. Easily both busted.
0: (laughs) Yeah, we busted by a lot. Okay. Okay, so it's
2: still tied. So how many ingredients are in McDonald's French fries?
0: I actually, I think I might know this one. Uh, but I think Nerd Bomber is, is first this time, yes? or am I it think me? it
1: is. I know it's not just the potato. Does, the, like, the oils and stuff, does that count? Yeah. Okay. So there's at least two different types of oils, I think. The potato, there's, I think they put in, like, the beef fat or something. I know it's not vegan because they put in, like, some kind of meat product to make it taste like meat. Uh, for good measure, I'm going to throw in one more. I'm going to say five ingredients, but probably more.
0: So... I'm I'm pretty sure it's let and so they used to use beef tallow but they don't anymore. Really, and they stopped that? that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they stopped doing that. But I, I think it was I think it might just be I'm I'm gonna say I'm gonna say three because it might be four but I'm pretty sure it's not five.
2: So it's 19.
0: Are you kidding? What? They
2: are vegan, by the way, but they add a the lot of uh, citric acids, sugars, and other glucoses to preserve them as well as have them maintain their golden color
0: i'll tell you what there is nothing like a mcdonald's fry i'm fine with it i definitely i love mcdonald's fries like
1: i know they're supposed to be gross and like we've been taught now to be super grossed out by them but man there is nothing like a mcdonald's french fry
0: pretty much not to sound high and mighty but it's pretty much the one thing i will regularly eat at mcdonald's without like the food bringing like every time i have a full meal at mcdonald's i like almost die so the fries are like what i do now to like you know still go to mcdonald's but
1: the fries if they're ice cream machine is working which like nine times out of ten it's not for whatever Never reason yeah. fries and their ice cream mm. top-notch that's, chef's yeah, kiss
0: frosty fries too yeah that's a wendy's yeah but wendy's too. fries um, just
1: aren't as good going wendy's on fries are pretty right?
0: good but they're yeah but, they're not as good yeah sorry so you get the point so it's two to one i'm losing sounds about right tactic how many questions do you got for us here
2: i have one more left so if you tie okay. it i have to do a uh tiebreaker
0: uh i can't wait to tie it let's do
2: it if stored in a dark
0: cool environment how long can a potato last Do, are you can you give us a unit or is that cheating it's, i guess that's cheating uh i mean this is this is at least a year well is it six months
1: i know it's more than that i'm just gonna one up you i'm gonna say seven months because i know it's more than that.
0: Ah, oh, jeez. all right so you
2: both busted the answer is three months
1: no way <laughs> <laughs>
2: I mean, think about my Dang potatoes it, I was, in the garage I that had I was it. upset about. That was two weeks.
1: So my mom insists that she has kept potatoes for like six months or more. I want to know, what is she doing to these potatoes? Mom, if you are well, listening, please tell me what you're doing to your potatoes.
0: Tactic, was your garage cool and dark? It's kind of humid, cool so I think that's why.
2: If you want, if you think that question is malarkey, I will add one more. What is the longest curly fry?
0: Like they pulled it all out and, and measured it?
2: Yeah, for so like from a single potato.
1: I actually knew this.
0: I'll go first again. This is this is eighteen inches, man. This is this is the real deal.
1: I am gonna do it again because it's more than that. Um, there oh, was actually come on. I was watching a television show Lame. about someone a, a fast food plate, well, not a fast food, but it was like a hamburger shack beating this record, and so I think I am gonna say nineteen inches, but I know it's longer than that.
2: So. The answer is 34 inches. The current world record for the longest curly fry is 34 inches, and it's held by two men from Buffalo, New York.
0: Well, how about that? Shout out to Buffalo. Good job on the curly fries. Who knew? Wings,
1: wings, and curly right. fries. Weird. Yeah.
0: Well, that's cool. I lost, but that's that means I get to play again next week. So it's all good in the hood uh, and everywhere else. Uh, we thank you all for listening. It's been another fantastic episode with my two good friends and with all of you. We talked about various things. We'll talk about various things again next week. Hashtag free Fortnite. Hashtag free Britney. (laughs) Hashtag free Taylor Swift. I'm I'm getting that going. It's happening. And hashtag free whatever else you want to free. You know, if you love something, let it free. Set it free. Whatever the the saying is. If you liked what you listened to, you can head over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a review. Hopefully they won't charge you 30%. I don't think it's likely because they don't charge you to leave reviews. But thanks so much for listening. We'll see you guys next week.
1: Have a good week.